Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Building that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Maximum Blockage with me, Josh, and my co-host, Brett Cook. How's it going, Brett? Good, mate. How are you? Yep, not too bad. Uh, I am real loud. Yeah, we had a really good episode of The Block last night, Tuesday, Kitchen Week. Wow, half a good episode and then a challenge. Yes, very good. (laughs) Um, So we had a recipe for disaster, Mitch and Mark versus Elise and Matt, challenge time. Elise makes a major mistake. So we cut to um, Matt and Elise, and they got stuck in Mitch and Mark's lift, which is not very good advertising for it. No, because she's like, I didn't know we couldn't close the door. And you're like, it's a lift that goes up and down, but you can't close the door. That seems super weird. Yeah, but apparently she's got like the fear of confined spaces, so it was pretty funny to see her stuck in there. Matt said it's a fear of confined spaces with him. So yeah, I don't know the technical term for that. Sorry, uh, matter so. phobia. <laughs> Got him. I don't know. Um, then we go into Andy and Deb's kitchen, and they're putting six skylights above the island, which I think is going to look quite good. Yeah, it's a heap of light. Yeah. Um, then we go to Jesse and Mel, and he laid his floor overnight, and it looks pretty good. He stayed up till three o'clock in the morning, but then we have a oh Keithy or a lack thereof. I've got oh ya. Keithy. Because Jesse's like, oh yeah, I do it at night because that way Keith and Dan aren't here to bother me, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he's laying, he's got a lot of floor laid too. He was up till three o'clock. Yeah, so I think the only part that he didn't do was the butler's pantry, but I guess if he lays that during the day while they're working on the main part of the kitchen, it'll be fine. Yeah, well, if he's got all that area done, they can work on that and he can be out of the way. He's probably waiting again till Keith and Dan go home to work on it. <laughs> exactly. Go to Tess and Luke, and they've got puddles of water again, which is not a very good selling point for the apartment, in my opinion. Yeah, who wants a floor that's been drenched, especially with the wood? Uh, what do you call it? Underlay or whatever under there, yeah, under those slabs. The ply. Yeah, so, the ply underneath your flooring has been soaked. Yeah, so this is twice. Yeah. Um. So tarp up, Keithy. Come on, Keithy, tarp up, son. Then they go to the roof and they said that it would be fixed. Well, Dan was up on the roof yeah. going, this should all be fixed. And I think that's on you and Keithy again, Dan. You've got to keep an eye on your trades, bro. Well, he's like, oh, there's only a leak or two. And it's like, but it's Noah's Ark underneath. Yeah, there is so much water underneath. Like, that is not just a small leak. And then Tess and Luke are like, oh, Dan and Keith, they're so good. They just cop it and, you know, just fix it for us and there's no issues. I'm like, no, they don't. Jesse's post. He argued with Jesse yeah, over that. Yeah, they argue all the time. And then when they do fix it, like they got him mighty yesterday. Yeah, yes, they, they just the floor. They borrowed didn't actually a guy. fix it. No, I didn't see Keith or Dan on the tools at all. No. So then we get a Kingsman plug, which leads to like a Lucky Dip type upgrade thing for the kitchens. Yeah, they have a Lucky Dip. So there's a random prizes. There's like three grams of champagne. There's appliances, block shop, fruit bowl, steak knives, 10K cash, 3K cash, and some cooking books. Yeah. Yep. I think I would have been upset with the 3K champagne because you're like, it's not a booby prize, but it's like... Not that's a just point either. Yeah, not really. Like, I guess you'd see some bottles in your wine cabinet or whatever, yep. but now, before we the start, judges aren't going to, like, throff over it. No. Nah, well, they probably would no, actually, if they yeah. got to have a bottle of it. Yeah, probably. So then I just want to point this out beforehand. I thought it was funny that Mel is the only female to pull out of the dip. The rest of them are like, well, apart from um, Deb... 
the rest of them are like, you go up. That way I can yell at you if you get a terrible one. Well, I thought everybody was going to get a turn. Well, that, that would mean that they get two lots of prizes. Yeah. Nah. There was enough prizes. Yeah, that's not how it works. That would have made more sense probably. Yeah. I thought everyone was going to have a dip. And then that way, like, it couldn't be like one person in the couple saying, oh, you should have got the prize. And it's like, well, you had a turn too. And they like, you just went through the prizes. There was a heap. There was oh, enough yeah, for I everyone even, to have a dip. I think I even missed some, to be honest. Yeah, no, there was even more than that. Well, there was, a lot of random ones, which was weird. They weren't all... I thought they were all supposed to be kitchen upgrades. Yeah. But, like, some of them weren't really kitchen-y, like the books. They're all cooking oh, books. cooking books. But yeah. two, Three, grand two grand worth. Two grand worth. Jeez. Oh, right. Jamie Oliver will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, first up, we had Andy who went in and he just picked the 10K straight off the bat. Yeah. I couldn't be happier. Old Andy just yoinks the 10 grand straight away and every other couple was super fuming. <laughs> then Luke and Tess went second, or Luke went second. He got the 3K at the block shop. Block shop. So, they were pretty happy with that. That meant that they didn't have to pay any money to style the kitchen, allegedly. Yeah. You could see Tess was just like, ooh, shopping time, baby. Woo. Then we had... Um, Matt and Elise, and he got the three grand cash. Yep, pretty sweet. Then Jesse and Mel, and she got the books for two grand. Yeah, two grand worth of books. And then Mitch and Mark, and Mitch got the fruit bowl, which was worth $50. $50 a bowl of fruit. Which is one banana. Apparently. <laughs> Down south it is. Um, so then they cut to Mitch, and he's sort of calling out Matt and Elise over crying poor, and he's like, well, yeah. you can't cry poor anymore. Mitch is ultra salty. Yeah. Because, you well, know, three grand, the pool's back on? <laughs> or is it? I think that we might, like, because we're caught up with the unclogging, we think we might do, like, a budget episode this week to... Yeah, just to try and calculate what everyone's won and see where they're at. Yeah. Because it's very shows. confusing because the budgets seem to fluctuate crazily. Yeah, more of a plot device than an actual restraint. Yeah. Um, still on Mitch and Mark, they sort of say that they're not going to help anyone any further. So, apparently, they lent Jesse a waterproofer. And they're constantly helping Tess and Luke with plasterers and plumbing and yep. stuff like that. So they're not going to help any other couples anymore. The game is on. So I guess by default, this makes them the new villains. The game is on. The game is afoot, sir. The game is on. So then we cut to Tess wasting more time in the block shop. Yeah. Um, oh, there's another terrible Tess skit. I feel like they're um, trying to line her up for a TV gig after this. Yeah. Because they keep putting her in these skits. That don't land at all. No. Oh, there's just nothing in them. They're so bad. So this one was basically her getting over her fear of bananas and yeah. the block shop. Block shop therapy. Yeah. The, like the person who works there was like, I want you to smell the banana. and Yeah, it was. It's oh, just ridiculous. It was terrible. Very bad. So speaking of Matt and Elise with the pool, they actually cancelled the pool. Yep. They recap. They rang their landscaper guy. Yeah. Whose name escapes me all the time. Dave Franklin. Okay, Dave Franklin, the comedian. (laughs) And he said, no, yeah, get a pool up, yeah. Isn't that the guy who sings bloke or is that Chris Franklin? No, that's Chris Franklin, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they recap them whinging and then there's more of them live whinging. Where did they find that footage, Josh? (laughs) It's basically all they had. Yeah, and then there was some random tradie just sitting on a chair while she's Who laying. Who was in bed. that rando? And it's she's like. I guess Matt's like, all right. I've heard a complain for twenty minutes. Tag out, bro. Yeah. And so one of the tradies has to come in and sit in the chair while she complains at him. <laughs> so yeah, basically yeah, just some rando. I'm like, what is this? More of her crying and carrying. Oh on, my which god, is just ridiculous. Yeah. 
Oh, it's challenge time and Shelly looks fine. The contestants come and waste their time. Oh, it's challenge time. It's going to bore you out of your mind. Oh, geez, a new theme for the show. <laughs> we just give too much to the listeners. Oh, we just too much fair time, I think, Josh. Yeah, probably. So, in case that didn't point it out, it's challenge time. Basically, it's for 5K and a bonus gnome. And I think that High Pages is sponsoring this one. So, yeah, oh, yeah, because they keep going on about they're getting some High Pages tradies. Yep. Before I get into the, um, the rules of the challenge, there was a Macca's plug. They all stopped at Macca's and there was a Volkswagen plug because they're going camping and they oh. stayed in their Volkswagens and Mitch and Mark carried on a fair bit about camping. What it's did they say? Camping is for people who can't afford hotels. Oh, right. Which I thought was a bit rude, but... Yeah. Well, I enjoy camping. I think camping's for people who want to drink outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on their drive out there, Shelley comes to the car and they're doing like a weird Mission Impossible style... But sleeping in yeah. a Volkswagen isn't really camping either. Yeah, no, they it's, called it glamping. It's, or, I the, guess, it's the opposite of glamping. It's super terrible. It's backpacking? Uh, it's the thing you do at a party when you don't want to drive home. It's sleeping in your car. It's the thing you do when you get kicked out of your house. Yeah. It's not really. Well, the funny thing was, like, all the blokes were like, oh, it's the best night's sleep I've had in ages. So... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah, I don't know what's going on. on the couch. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not glamping. Anyway. Yeah. So then we cut to Shelley on their drive out there. They're sort of like doing it like a Mission Impossible style. Yeah, really weird Mission Impossible style thing. Which, where Shelley's FaceTime and going, your mission is this and that. And, so, and it's sort of like, it would make more sense if the charity was Mission, but it's Challenge. challenge? So yeah. it made no sense. No. But anyway, so she said, you're working on a house for sick kids that have cancer. Uh, basically, the rules are going to be that each couple gets a zone. They get a budget of five k per zone. Um, Jason Sullivan's going to be judging whoever that is. Oh, some rando interior designer. They pay these ridiculously terrible judges, and then they get people in. So I really don't like that. And basically, the brief is to make it comfortable and welcoming, contemporary and coastal. Yep. And you can use all, all high pages. All the K words. That's it. Yeah. And you can use high page trades to help. Yeah. But there's also going to be volunteers. And Vo- all the volunteers and high pages blokes. Yep. So then they rock up to the house and they're like, it's a free for all. Whatever zone you claim, you get. So they all run inside. Yeah, it's a bit of a race. No um, one really fights over a play. Everyone kind of wants a different spot, really. Yeah. Um, so just a quick rundown of what everyone got. Andy and Deb got a deck. Mitch and Mark got the main bedroom, dining, and living room. Matt and Elise got a lounge. Now, please don't ask me what the difference between a lounge room and a living room is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tess and Luke got the downstairs deck and garden. And Jesse and Mel got a games room, which is basically just a garage. Yeah, well, it's a garage they've converted into another lounge room. Exactly. So the place has three lounge rooms. Yep. So then we cut to... You know, everyone basically saying that they want the name, besides Tess and Luke and Andy and Deb, despite this being a challenge for sick children. I want you to remember that. The sick kids want them to have the gnome, Josh. Probably. So then uh, Matt and Elise, well, it's Elise, gives Matt the ultimatum, win the gnome or else, and then... This, for the kids. This is a direct quote. <laughs> it's not for us, it's for the kids. The kids. And then this is the way that it's been cut, so I'm just reading it verbatim. So win us that 5K and the gnome. For the kids. 
So basically, what the reason that she's saying this to him is because she wants him to put up like some uh, VJ paneling, um, which a is very coastal and looks good, but in seven, they've only got seven hours to do this. There's not enough time to like. Well, there put is it a up. fair few high pages tradies, and they do have the help. Yeah, well, so just Mel are doing get, it in their so, games rooms. So. Well, yeah, everybody gets five grand. Yep. So that's mostly just for materials because they do have high pages help for free and Well, I don't even think it's for materials. I think it's for knickknacks. Okay. What so you don't think they'll pay for that paneling? They'll definitely have to pay for the paint, right? Well, I don't know because Alright, it's hard to say. Well so yeah. They the, are making the thousand dollars for the lighting is separate? Yes, but that comes maybe that comes later. Okay. I just I wrote down that they're five grams. I'm just trying to get my head around lot. the budget. Yeah. Well I I have to assume it's for knickknacks because their five gram budget goes a lot further than it does in real life. Like no one in real life would be able to get the amount of stuff that they got for five grand. Oh, yeah. So just as a point to prove this, Mark is on the phone to 40 Wigs and he's getting a bed for cost. Oh, right. Oh. So that but everyone else has to pay regular, re- regular retail? What is it? Recommended retail. Recommended retail. Well, I, I guess I thought that the the like the rules on the block stated that you could get uh, recommended retail plus thirty percent or something like. There's a percentage that you have to pay. Yeah. On top of it, which definitely isn't cost. Uh, it might be you could. Oh no, maybe it's the maximum discount you can get is fifty percent off the recommended retail price. Oh, or okay. I don't know. Anyway. So then, very. It's all very confusing. It is very confusing. So basically, the biggest thing that happened in the episode was. Um, the fight between Mark and Elise where she goes to Beacon Mitch and Elise Mitch and Elise sorry she goes to Beacon and spends $1,500 instead of the 1k that she's well yeah everybody gets allocated $1,000 at Beacon for lighting yeah but they just pool it as 5 grand and everybody takes their $1,000 out of that pool but that's not the way they... This is why we were talking about the budget's very confusing and whether or not the one grand from Beacon is part of the five grand, we don't know. And then also, they said everyone gets $1,000, but they then just made it a $5,000 pool that everyone dips into. Yeah. So basically, Mark... They could have easily had it $1,000 separate. Yeah. And then... But I guess then drama wouldn't have been built. Well, funny you should say that because this is a prime example of them building the drama because in previous episodes, they've always said, Mark's the first one to get this... Or like all the shopping done and yeah. gets all of this done. Yet he's the no. last one to get to Beacon. Mitch and Mark are usually first buying They literally say it in the episode when they're talking to the two kid volunteers that they've got. He's like, this is what we're doing. Blah, 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 blah. And then Mark's like... And that's why we're always ahead because he's yeah. always... Because they plan and yeah. he's always in like double speed. Like even when he's explaining to these two people, they're like just nodding and he's like, we're doing this and then that and then there's a table going here, there's a light going there, then we're doing another room and in the other room is this and this and this and this and, this and they're like, uh-huh, well, yeah, right. So th- that's <laughs> sort of what I don't like. This is what I think. That's why I think that yeah. they're building the You drama. wonder how Mark was like the last person to the lighting shop when we see like Deb and Tess fluffing about in the um, garden shop for yeah. like an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. So anyway, so he gets on the phone and he rings Elise and he's like, oh, so you, did you spend your $1,000? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, they're saying that you spent 1500 Yep. And she's like, no, what do you mean? And he's like, well, 
they're saying that you thought that it was, you know, not a thousand dollars allocated. It was a pool or whatever. You thought that you could take as much as you wanted out of it. Yeah. She's like, no. She's she explains that she thinks she thought that they were going to get a discount on everything. Thirty percent discount. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, with the vouchers. So apparently, this is all vouchers. With the vouchers, you get a thirty percent. Well, I think discount. That they got like a piece of paper, like a certificate or whatever. Yeah, like you get a thousand dollars to spend. Here so yeah, she's like, I thought with the vouchers you get a thirty percent discount, and she says that somebody told her that that was right. Yeah. So. So, but anyway, even if her story is correct, fifteen hundred minus thirty percent is one thousand and fifty dollars. So she's still over budget, regardless of yeah what she has to say. So anyway, he basically hangs up on her and then she starts crying and she's like, oh, like she basically, yeah, no, basically making it about her where she's like, no, the kids, where she's like, oh, I'm just trying to do something. And every time that I do something good, ripping other people off, <laughs> I always like I always get in trouble for it. Yeah. And then she brings up the kids again. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, we're meant to be doing this for the kids. I shouldn't be crying, but I am. Yeah. So. But she doesn't offer... No, to take her stuff back. No, or to say, all right, here's 500 bucks out of our $5,000 budget. Yeah, exactly. And go, here you go, because I spent too much. Yeah, she could take those lights back. There's no way they've fitted them all by now. Yeah. Or she could give Mitch and Mark the money. It's not... She could absolutely... But she doesn't even think to do those things. Just one thing on that, though. like It's 500 bucks. Well, I put down lights throughout my house... They were like 40 bucks a downlight, say. Yeah. So he decides to not put in downlights. Like, I'd say that the Sparky installing the downlights would be more than what you pay for the downlight. Well, yeah, but that's not because they've got the high pages. So they should yeah, be, know, they're not they'll paying be for that. Yeah, I yeah. understand that. But what I'm saying is, like, globes aren't necessarily that much cheaper. No. If you go with, like, LEDs You're right. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So that's much of a muchness. So anyway, they cut to. Mitch. Well, they were talking chandeliers or something in the bedroom. So. Oh, but, like,. When, after he gets something. off the phone, he goes, "Oh, I've got to put back my um my down lights because yep. I, like we can't afford them. We'll just replace them with globes." Oh yeah. So then they cut to Mitch and Mark on the you know on the couch when they do their little interviews. Yep. Which I'm just gonna say I completely agree with him. He's like they have a victim mentality in House Four. Oh yeah. Where they automatically just go oh. This is sort of, you know, our... Like, if something goes wrong, it's like, we're the victims. Yep. And Yeah, they've always got the least money. Yeah. They're always the hardest done by. It's always unfair that they didn't win things. And then he sort of goes on to say, like, you know, they're always behind on budget. And yep. that maybe they should sort that out. But they're doing it for the kids, Josh. No one else is doing it for the kids. They're just doing it for the gnome? Yeah. The, no the kids want them to have the gnome. Yeah, but... I don't know, like, do you, do you not think that that's a true statement? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, it, they are always behind on their budget. They've basically been behind on their budget from day one. Yeah. But they continually... Because the first room, uh, Elise blew her budget out on stuff. Like, they were the cheapest on trades, but overall were the dearest because Elise spent like 30 grand on yeah. random stuff. But then... Insane. Like, doing the Venetian wall, which was three grand per wall on... Yeah, that's a waste of yeah. money. Didn't even win. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? And then they're like, oh, well, now we can't afford our Tassie oak floor, which would be much better in the kitchen to have that than the Venetian plaster in the bathrooms. 
Yeah, exactly. Which, so yeah, you know, tiles. They could have just put tiles up. It yeah, and that, that nib wall that Venetian plastered. If that was a sheet of glass, yeah, saving heaps, saving it, like two grand right there. Oh, easily. Yeah, it's insane. Um, that's basically where they left it with the challenge. They're doing this thing where the challenges go over two nights now because they're so much excitement. Yeah, oh, you can't pack all the challenge excitement into just one. So, did you have anything else that you want to say about the episode? Uh, not really, just that, god damn, these challenges. It'll be interesting to see when everyone gets back at the block what's happened with the trades, whether they've like gone ahead and nothing's wrong or whether since they weren't there to keep an eye, some of the things have gone a bit misshapen. Yeah, I just can't believe that that one went, like this challenge goes for as long. Or oh, Morehouse, yeah, the episode, they... So little happening. Like we watched Tess and Deb shop for ages. Yeah. And nothing happened, well, not nothing, barely anything happened in the episode before this as well. So this episode was really struggling for content, I feel. But they still managed to get an hour out of it, so they must have either pumped a lot of ads in or it was just... There was a lot of ads. Yeah, if you watch it back on like like all the clips on YouTube or whatever, they're like five, six minutes each. Well, I was only like six of them or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's a bit over like four, maybe just 40 minutes worth of con- like actual content. Well, I watched the recap barely that. and it went for six minutes and like the first Covered minute Covered literally of, everything. Yeah, yeah. But the first <laughs> minute of that basically was like reruns of other stuff. Anyway. Don't tell the listeners about the recaps, Josh. They'll stop listening. <laughs> uh, so on tomorrow's episode, we've got winners and losers and a plan is hatched. Did someone say mutiny? <gasps> mutiny. Just on, dun, dun, dun. yeah, on that. If we can just talk about that for a little bit, I think that the reason that they're going to do it is because they need more money to finish the block. So they're basically yeah. banding together to go. Well, if we walk off, yeah, yeah, they don't have a TV show, so they're going to have to give us more money. Or they get the all stars in, and the all stars try and do it with no money as well, Wouldn't which would be also be terrible. Show? Exactly. You're you're watching people just sit there the whole time going, "We don't have enough money. We can't do this." Or you end up with like. A heap of empty white bedrooms with just plain cornicing and skirts. Like, sell this to your luxury million dollar couples, yeah. you idiots. It's a plain room. Like, we just don't have money. There's not money to do it. What are they supposed to do? Yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. So hopefully it comes to few. few It'll be wishing. interesting to see how many of these get handed in. i tipping at least two. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think... Um, Tess and Luke are really going to struggle selling their place now that everyone's seen that it flooded in the kitchen twice. Yeah. What is it? Ply underlay. That's like a ticking time bomb, really. Yeah, you might get like three. Well, they're saying, oh, we can dry it out with heaters, but yeah. anyway, mm. I don't know if that's necessarily going to work. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we'll discuss more of that tomorrow or as we find out more information. That's yeah, just after Keithy floods the place again. Speculation on my behalf. God damn, Keithy. Get your work in order, son. That's it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to leave a five star on wherever you get your podcast or review, that always helps. Or you can find us on Facebook at Maximum Blockage. Or if you want to email us and we'll read them out on the pod, email us at out uh, maximumblockage at outlook.com. Yep. Bye. Bye. This is a mutiny. Zaps the new captain. I'm forced to relieve you of your post. On what grounds, you slobbering oaf? Failure to prevent a mutiny. Throw her in the brig. We don't have a brig. Then throw her in the laundry room, which will hereafter be referred to as the brig. Yeah. All the shows over because 
Scotty Cam just self-destructed.